Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode features Southern California-based wedding painter, Nicolette Martin. This conversation will make you ask yourself, should I try wedding painting? (laughs) Because the amount of fun that she's having creating these one-of-a-kind pieces combined with the high profitability factor sprinkled on top, this seems to me to be the perfect way to make a great living as an artist. So just think about it. (laughs) Nicolette fills us in on all of her, quote, secrets to getting started in this very niche industry, including her pricing strategy to book gigs for $2,500 a pop on average. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Nicolette Martin. Hello, we are here with Nicolette, and I'm excited to talk to her about all things wedding painting. So how did you get to where you are now with being booked out with wedding painting and having people paint with you at the event? I'm interested in all the things. Yeah. So I've been doing art my whole entire life. I was the kid that just wanted to play with a big box of crayons when I was younger. And every Christmas, I just wanted like the giant box of crayons with the sharpener on the back. I thought it was the coolest thing. So my earliest memory was drawing and painting. And I've just been working in my studio and doing works commission-based. And I actually have a good friend who's a wedding photographer. And she had a client that was interested in live wedding painting. And she got a hold of me and said, look, this is something that you really should get into. And I was so nervous and scared by the process of painting live and getting a painting like that done in such a short amount of time. And she kind of just said, you know what, you're doing it. And she told her client that I would be there and kind of threw me in the deep end. And so I went and did my first live wedding painting. It was amazing. It was something that I just didn't realize that I would love so much. And so I dove right in and I just was trying to find anybody that would, you know, take on the new live wedding painter that didn't know much really, or didn't have a lot of weddings under her belt. And I had a few amazing clients that, you know, wanted to take a chance on me And I was very blessed to have a reel go viral. (laughs) And I reached 11 million views off of one of my reels. And the algorithm worked in my favor. (laughs) And um, since then, I've just been booking weddings like crazy. And it's just such a heartwarming and rewarding job that I just feel very lucky to be doing. Uh, I love that. Okay. So I love reels as well. And I understand the power of them. And I'm always preaching to my artist academy people of like, just create video, just try it again and try it again. So I love that you're a great testimony for this. (laughs) So when did your reel go viral? And when did you start? Like what year did you do your first one? Your first wedding painting? Yeah. So I did my very first wedding painting in October of last year. So the wedding that my photographer friend actually signed me up for without me really (laughs) saying yes fully, which I'm thankful every day that she did that, a New Year's Eve wedding. And before that, I really wanted to just get one under my belt. And so I just reached out to buddy and I said, look, 
you don't have to pay me. Like, I just want to see if this is something that I can actually do that I actually would enjoy. And I'm very thankful that I did that before going into, because it was a nicer wedding. The one that I did for New Year's Eve, it was at the Hotel Roosevelt up in Hollywood and it was really nice. So I just, I really wanted to make sure that I was prepared in a way for that one. So I went to a wedding in October out at a winery and fell in love with it and realized, okay, this is something that I can do, something that I really want to do. Technically, my first painting was in October and my reel that went viral was almost a couple months ago now. And when it went viral, it like really just snowballed and all of these, you know, people got a hold of me and... I got a ton of followers from it for about a couple weeks after I posted it. Since then, things have kind of slowed down a little bit off of that. Only just a little bit, though. I'm still getting likes on the reel, and I'm still getting a few followers a day, which has been awesome. But it's been about a couple months since I posted that reel. Okay, and what was your schedule like before the reel and then after the reel? Did Did you get a bunch of bookings? Yeah. So my schedule before the reel, I probably gained about 15 bookings after that, which is pretty big. The live painting is definitely a luxury wedding expense. It's six to eight hours of entertainment and painting. And the couple gets to bring home this just like work of art that I poured my heart and soul into. And it's definitely a higher priced vendor like item. So 10 to 15 bookings is huge, especially since I haven't even really been doing this for a year. And my goal for this year was to book at least two weddings a month for the rest of the year. And I surpassed that, which was awesome. And it was truly thanks to just posting reels. And after posting that one reel, I just was like, okay, got to keep the like flame going. So I just posted one a day. And I mean, I'm a huge advocate for it too. I like they're extremely powerful and they reach such a wide audience. So if there is one thing I can say, it is definitely post those reels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, this is just such a good inspiration for artists who are just starting out. Cause sometimes, you know, it takes a while for things to pick up and get going, but yep. for you it didn't. And so and that's amazing. And so I think some people, you know, if you're listening and you're at you're sitting at your job that you don't really like and you're like, should I do this? It's like you can pick it up quickly. <laughs> this is this is a good testament to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because besides live wedding painting I do so many different things I I started with painting on sports balls so that was kind of like my unique niche for like sports fans I used to be a professional athlete I played beach volleyball so that's how I kind of I tried to combine my passion for art and my passion for sports and it took me a minute to even get there and that business with the sports balls is still growing you know I haven't hit that viral moment that I did on my live wedding painting, but I'm still trucking along and you know, you just got to keep posting and keep grinding. And it definitely is a possibility. Awesome. What are you charging for your wedding paintings? Like versus what did you charge for the, maybe the first couple ones versus now what's your prices? So I came up with my price list by talking to other live wedding painters. I thought that that would be kind of a good start to figuring out what I wanted to price my live wedding paintings at. And so I got a hold of anybody who would be willing to share that information to for me. You know, a lot of people don't 
like to share that and it's totally understandable. I actually don't release my like prices anywhere on my website just because I want to develop like a relationship with my clients first. And so I always say to reach out over email to me. So then I can talk to you a little bit, give you my PDF price guide, which is starts out with a bio about me and like what I offer. The fact that a little bit different than other live wedding painters, because I let the guests paint with me and it's in more of an interactive experience. So I start out with a little blurb about that. And then that's when I get into my prices. I think that kind of establishing a little bit of a relationship and having them get to know me and what I can offer is better than just, you know, saying here, this is what these are my prices. So a lot of live wedding painters, you know, were happy to help me. And I just came up with like a rough price guide list for just, I don't really have like packages. It's based on the canvas size you want. So the smallest being an 18 by 24, all the way up to a 30 by 40. And that's kind of how I've listed out what, you know, your least amount is 500 or in your, your most amount is how much? So my 18 by 24 canvas is 2,500. And yeah, it's, And talking to other live wedding painters, they're most of them are more than that just because they've been in it for a long time. The ones that have a lot of experience and a lot of followers will be priced more. And, you know, I've talked to some that their cheapest package is 4,000 and it's more of a luxury wedding expense. It's something that is so timeless that they get to keep at the end of the night. And it's a lot of entertainment value as well. So there's a lot of live wedding painters that are a little bit more than that, but I just figured I'm new. I'm new to the scene, like looking at the, what I can provide. That's kind of where I base my prices. Okay. What's your top tier? So if somebody is like, they have a no expense wedding and they want a 30 by 40 plus, like what, what is that going to cost them? I honestly need to look back at my price guide. (laughs) haven't had anybody book my 30 by 40 yet. My most popular is the 18 by 24 for sure, which is completely understandable. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like double of the 2500 or like just something like that. I think it's actually four, but I've always been so funny with money. Like I had such a hard time pricing out my sports balls and I don't know why I have such a weird relationship with money. I don't like talking about it. I'm like, I'm like already sweating because I'm like... (laughs) I know. I can tell that you're wanting to justify your costs and whatnot. And I totally understand that too. I mean, I I think everybody can too, but I love that, you know, maybe because of that, you lead with that justification to your customers and showing them the value before you give them the price. And I think that really helps customers understand what you're providing and how timeless. And so those keywords that you, that you use, timeless and entertainment and things like that, rather than just saying, oh, this is three grand or whatnot, like, it, and like being super confident in your price in that way, I think it almost does you a favor to, you know, explain Yeah. And that is the like clientele that you want, you know, like, again, I don't know where the like, the like awkwardness for me with money and pricing out my things was. It's definitely something that I've been growing and learning. I think that the live wedding painters that reached out to me and were willing to help me and show me what they priced out their things. 
or their paintings. I really learned a lot from that and just took a look at where I was in my career as a live wedding painter and just kind of like faced my prices around that. But when I first started out on these sports balls that I put hours of work into, I mean, they were only like 75 to a hundred dollars, which I, you know, like I had people saying like, there's no way, like you have to, you know, you have to step back and price your stuff out correctly. But I've always had the mindset of like, I wish I could just give people like, (laughs) I wish the world was different and where we didn't need money to live (laughs) and I could just give people art. But I know that it's an important factor. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think we all have those money issues. Mine, like, I guessed what your lowest one, I was like 500. I don't know. But because I always tend to lowball myself too on mm-hmm. a lot of things and I've slowly gone up and up, but I still deal with it. And even if, you know, it's something that's going to take, you know, something that's going to last forever on a building, like a big mural, I'm still like, I don't know, a thousand bucks. That's a lot for me, but it's going to last for them forever. And it's just, so it's thinking about the value that you're giving. I'm giving myself the pep talk too. Yeah. (laughs) Totally understand. (laughs) Take me through the process of, so say I want to hire you for my wedding. I'm already married, but I will, I want to hire you to paint my upcoming wedding and people typically book you out maybe six months in advance or what's the general? So people, and again, so new in my journey right now as a live wedding painter. So I'm almost booked out for weekends through the rest of the year. But you know, I still have those weekdays, I have those random Sundays here and there. So I have, for instance, I just was talking to a client who just got a hold of me this last weekend, her wedding's in a couple weeks. And I'm absolutely happy to do that. The service I'm providing doesn't need to like, I don't need to have things figured out for the wedding three months in advance. It's a very flexible, easily adjusted thing. I like to tell of my clients because I talk to them about their vision for the painting, what exactly they want painted. And they'll say they're not really sure yet. And I like to say, you know, you guys can actually call me the night before the wedding. And if you're saying you want the ceremony painted, and then you call me hours before the wedding, and you're like, you know what, we actually want our reception painted, then I'll adjust to that. And I'll be like, great, then I'm going to paint your reception. So it's never too late to book me, at least. (laughs) I know that there's some vendors that like to be booked further in advance. And I'm sure once I get more established, that will be the case for me as well. But it's never too late to book me. I currently am not booking for 2024. But 2023, I am the average that a couple will reach out to me is probably about eight to 12 months, I'd say. Oh, wow. Big planners. Okay. Do you take a deposit or anything? Yes. I definitely require like a 25% deposit to hold the date. Okay. Smart. Smart. And then, so you show up on site that day knowing that they want their reception painted. And so you, you just show up a little bit early, I imagine. Do you start sketching before things start happening? Or what's your process there? Because I'm thinking, wow, that is not very much time <laughs> to create yeah, a masterpiece. Because then you give it to them at the end of the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, okay. Tell me, like walk me through the whole night. <laughs> it's, yeah. So like their ceremony painted, I ask what time the ceremony starts. And I will show up two to three hours before just to get my background down. I'm using acrylics so that one, the painting's just totally dry at the end of the night and they can take it home. And acrylics are just so easy to layer. So 
I get to paint my whole background down just without them there. And then once the arch goes up and they come into the scene, that's when I'll like add those aspects into the painting. I will paint my background. They'll come in. A lot of people think that as live wedding painters, we just paint as we see. That is not the case. (laughs) I am taking little snapshots with my phone of them doing their first kiss or walking down the aisle, whatever they want painted. And that's when I'll move everything to the reception site. Typically, it's different than the ceremony. And I'll just keep painting there. That's when the guests will come up and I'll let the guests paint with me. It makes it just a super fun interactive experience. And it turns the painting into a very unique guest book for my couples. And I will paint throughout the reception. And then at the end of the night, I do like a a grand reveal. So I'll have them come over. Usually they're so busy dancing and mingling and doing whatever they want to do that it's not that I'm not important, but they kind of forget that there's a live painter there. And so it's really cool to see at the grand reveal, just them coming over and seeing this painting just appear out of thin air. And it's fun. I'll do like a varnish over it at the end of the night, make sure it's completely dry, and then they get to take it home. It's definitely a looser kind of style, just because you want to have that much time to like get everything in there. But a lot of live wedding paintings are definitely looser in detail or the background's a lot looser than the couple. If the canvas size is bigger, then sometimes I will take that home into my studio and just add in those little details that, you know, time didn't allow for at the event. Most of the time it's finished at the end of the night. Yeah. That's so I, as you're talking, like, I wonder, do people tell you be like, Oh, don't, you know, if they have like a crazy uncle Ed be like, don't put him in there. Just, just put certain people or like, do they have a number? Do they say, Oh, we want these specific guests in there. Like the mom or the parents of the bride and the groom, do they say we want them in it for sure? Do they specify little details like that? Or how many people just leave it up to you? Yeah. So I definitely have clients that are just like, you know, use your artistic eye and paint as you see. But I have a phone call with everybody before that is interested in booking me before they actually give me the deposit. I just want to get to know them a little bit. I think it's better to put a voice behind the email. So one of my main questions is, do you just want you two on the painting? Do you want your parents off to the side? Is the bridal party necessary? Like, Those little things that would make the painting meaningful to them. Sometimes they just want them. Other times it's, yes, I want my parents. We want the bridal party. We want to be able to see the backs of like their heads, like of every guest, which is totally fine. Another question I like to ask is if there's any special little details that I can add in the painting, because as artists, we can be magicians. So we can add things into the painting that aren't really there the day of. So if there's a loved one that has passed on or a very beloved pet, I'll just ask for a ton of photos from them and I'll save them on my phone and I will paint them in through photos onto the painting. Oh, that's so special. That's so cool. And so customizable. And yeah, (laughs) I really what I'm so what I'm hearing from you is 
It's just price yourself correctly, be thorough, know your value and pitch exactly what you're offering and make videos to promote yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's establishing a good... Because I mean, these couples aren't just hiring you to make a painting. They're inviting you to their wedding. You are there, you're interacting with their family and friends. And that's, in my opinion, extremely important. And so I like to set up that phone call and just talk to them a little bit and get to know them. And I think that that's definitely an important aspect of being just a wedding vendor. I'm learning, I'm still learning every single day about being a wedding vendor and live painting all these weddings. I still consider myself very new to it, but I'm learning a lot. And I have a lot of friends that I consider friends at this point who either do live painting or photography. I mean, it's, we're all providing a service for these couples. And I've just been very lucky to have a lot of friends that have helped me along the way. I love that. What kind of outfits do you have? Do you have certain like, I'm painting at a wedding outfits that are nice, but have paint on them? (laughs) (laughs) I started out that way. I like would buy the like, I'm like, I'm not spending more than $20 on a dress just because I'm going to get paint on it. But I learned quickly that not a very messy painter. I keep it pretty like, I don't know, I actually haven't ruined anything yet. So I definitely have that are nicer, but I'm still, again, I think it's the money thing. I hate buying things for myself. If it's for my business, I'll buy it. But clothing, I, I just don't spend money on clothing for myself. So I still look for the sales everywhere. I'm like, okay, where? Because there's the possibility, of course, of getting paint on the dress. But again, you're at a wedding, so you got to look nice and you got to do the hair, you got to do the makeup. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Show up for the audience that you're selling for. Yeah. I love that. That That's also a good tip. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your art secrets. I'm going to post this in our academy and everywhere and encourage because this is such a good market because people spend a lot on weddings. And so you could, it just, for the hours that you're putting in, it's a really good turnout and profit. And I just, I'm such a fan of this thing. And I love to hear that you're just, you're doing it right. <laughs> and it's, I think it's just yeah. such a good like example for people. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing all the things. Yeah, of course. If anybody is interested in live wedding painting, I definitely recommend it. It's so fun. If you're somebody that is easy to like communicate, like you love talking to people and you love communicating with people and interacting with people and you love weddings and you love art. I mean, I think that it is definitely a trending thing right now. It's going to just, I feel like get tougher to get into. So if you're interested in it, I say go for it. It's such a heartwarming and rewarding thing to do. Like I thought I loved art before, but now that I'm doing wedding painting and giving these couples something that they're just going to hang in their home forever and just remember their wedding day by, it's like amazing feeling. I love art even more now. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And I think people succeed more when there's passion behind it. So it's good to see that as well. So we'll have a great rest of your Monday and we will keep in touch. Thank you. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. If you've liked this episode and you've liked the tips and inspiration that you've gotten from it, then I want to encourage you to join our Artist Academy Advanced Membership. We are currently going through the yearly fourth quarter success plan designed to help you, the artist in need of a little marketing direction, make money with your art during the most profitable time of year. If there's ever a time to double down on your art 
support business efforts with promoting and pitching and sending out the emails that you know you need to send out (laughs) and creating holiday window art and getting clear on what you're offering this holiday season and communicating that effectively with your audience, now is that time. Every year I double down on my efforts to sell during the fourth quarter and every year I get better and better at it and make even more money than any year prior. For example, like my yearly sale where I started off making $1,000 in one day the first year I tried this. Then the next year got even better, tweaked my messaging a little bit and made $3,000 in one day. And then the following year made $5,000 in one day selling the art that was just sitting on my website that nobody had yet purchased just by enhancing my marketing and promotion efforts with this fourth quarter success plan. Every year I give you the exact game plan that I'm using refined by years past in the form of step-by-step videos and templates for you to use to sell your unique art. Whether it be originals, prints, or my favorite, murals. I make it really easy for you (laughs) to get some help with your art business plan during this very timely part of the year. Go to artistacademy.co, that's artistacademy.co, or click the link below in the notes to apply and join our group of highly encouraging artists from all over the world. Again, it's artistacademy.co, and I'll see you inside the membership for our fourth quarter success plan.